0: You cannot understand America without understanding the South. It's the fastest-growing, youngest, and most diverse part of the country. And Southerners are changing the music we listen to, the movies we watch, the food we eat, and the stories we share. I'm John Hammondtree, host of The Reckon Interview, and each week I sit down and talk with some of the South's most interesting thinkers and creators. We talk about how this place shaped them and how they're reshaping the South. So go ahead and subscribe to The Reckon Interview, available wherever you get your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama,
1: stories from a pandemic. As the novel coronavirus wreaks havoc in Alabama and across the world, these are the stories of those seeking to survive the disease and its economic strain.
2: I still think it's somewhat irresponsible, but it's almost like they're slowly working it out like what they need to do to maintain their youthful lives at the same time as not getting anyone else sick.
1: Today, we hear from AL.com reporter Christopher Harris, who has covered the coronavirus impact on Alabama from Mobile.
3: Excuse me, does anybody uh, want to talk to AL.com about your spring break? About the coronavirus? You want, to, you want to chat to me for a second?
1: On a beautiful Wednesday, fairly early into the crisis... Chris went to Orange Beach in Alabama, as hundreds of young spring breakers gathered under the Perdido Pass Bridge. So, uh,
3: you know, we're supposed to like, social practice, social distancing, right? Okay. So we don't get
1: it. He had his phone and recorded a Facebook Live video for AL.com, asking the spring breakers why they were ignoring the suggestion to socially distance. Yeah. Guys, I
3: mean, yeah. let's have fun. All right. oh, are you not concerned that you're going to like get sick? I mean, I think I got a good immune system. Man. I think I got a good immune system. I'm not concerned about getting sick. I'm concerned about getting old sick Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get anyone else. You don't want to get old people sick, right? Yeah. Okay. And what do your parents think about this? Uh, I don't. They don't think we're fine. But, I mean, we're being safe and all that. All right, all right. Cool. And is anyone is that what people are talking about? Like uh, No. I no one cares. I really yeah, I'm in mean, the flu. The flu we should mess. be worried about, about it. I mean, yeah. okay. I'm worried about it. But like, all right. But I just just open it. We, yeah. Honestly, we're as worried as you are. I mean, you're out here too. Yeah, yeah, I'm out here too, you're quite right. But I'm just trying to see what's going on. That's my job, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you all don't think you're going to get sick? No,
1: no. A few days later, you you I caught up with Chris to, you know, to know. ask about his trip to the beach and the impact that coronavirus is having on his home country of Scotland.
2: I first went out on Tuesday um, and and uh, saw the public beach just kind of covered in uh, these uh, young tanned people who, <laughs> I was told, are spring breakers. Um, you know, they're just hanging out listening to music on the beach. And of course, at the moment, that's uh, kind of frowned upon given that we're supposed to keep a distance from each other because of this coronavirus thing. And, uh, you know, I just went down there to check it out, take some pictures, and then the next day, I went down to do a full story about it, chatted to some of the, the kids, and did a Facebook Live. And, um, you know, the, some of the feedback that we got on Facebook Live and on the story were, you know, like these, uh, well, it ranged. Mostly it was like, these kids are selfish, where are their parents, all this kind of thing. And then, it, you know, some people said, well, you know, the fresh air might be good for them, and I heard heat kills this thing. And I'm not a scientist, but I figured that, Perhaps the best thing to do was just to get off the beach. But, you know, this is, of course, the same generation that ate Tide Pods, so I don't think you can tell them anything.
0: Yeah, and so people can and should watch your video where you do talk to the folks that were out there, most of whom, like you said, are pretty young adults. And you were very cordial to them uh, in those conversations. But while I was watching, I was wondering what was really going through your head when you heard their reasons for partying on the beach yesterday.
2: Well, you know, I'm not there to judge anybody, uh, you know, I'm just there to sort of listen to them and some of them, you know, I guess they, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm interested in hearing people's reasoning, you know, if somebody was just like, screw it, I'm, I just want to get drunk at the beach, you know, I guess I would say that's not great, but some of them were like, you know, I'm not going anywhere after this, I'm going back to my apartment, you know, the, the, the four or five people I'm with right here, we're fine. And where the where the people were hanging out with each other, and then we're going back to our houses. We're not visiting our grandmothers, so it's like I still think it's somewhat irresponsible. But they, it, it's almost like they're slowly working it out, like what they need to do to to maintain their youthful lives at the same time as not getting anyone else sick. And they were very polite about it. I mean, there, were, there was one guy that isn't on the Facebook Live video that I spoke to. And he was just like, you know, this is a hoax. I'm not worried. You know, this that kind of thing, which I'm sure many people have seen online. People calling it a hoax are not as bad as it, as it really is. So he was, you know, that guy was a bit, that was a bit wild.
0: Yeah. And so you just sort of spoke to this a little bit, but Governor Ivey, she's ordered all beaches to close by 5 p.m. this afternoon. We're talking on Thursday, March 19th. But did you get the sense that this was a bit of a last hurrah for the beach partiers? like this is their spring break, and they'll have this out of their system before they isolate? Or do you sort of foresee a continuance of that lifestyle moving forward?
2: I mean, there's two issues here. The first issue is I think they're young, and they're going to do whatever they want. They're going to get beer somewhere, or, you know, and then they're going to go back to their condos and drink it. And I'm sure they'll be very safe there, and they're not infecting anyone else or, or, you know, or whatever. But I think there's another thing here is that some of these kids have paid for condos months in advance and aren't not and don't seem to be getting refunds on them, so they're thinking, well, I'm just going to go down there. So a lot of them, that that was the case. And a friend of mine said that she was on a flight from Cincinnati and there was tons of young people on the flight heading down to either Florida or Alabama to have their spring break. And you know they weren't very, they weren't deterred. And then the other thing is, I think that some of these young people are going to sneak out at night onto the beach and you know have fun i just i have no doubt that's going to happen
3: i mean if i get sick i get sick like i mean i i work in a hospital oh do you okay yeah. so, all I right mean, and i've talked to all my coworkers and doctors and they're all like if you get it you're going to be sick for about three days so, right right you know like yeah they're like you're gonna be less sick than if you got the flu at my age so, sure sure 20 that's what pe- That's what
0: everyone else is saying, yeah. Well, and so, Chris, I mean, how do you feel right now? Because that was a risky thing to do, to sort of, like, embed yourself in a place where people aren't practicing this recommended social distancing during all this.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think again I think it's two things I think I see this as like my job to go and highlight these things and it is sometimes dangerous to do that and, and I and you know quite honestly I think on Tuesday and Wednesday I hadn't really come to terms with the, of, with exactly what was happening because I'm trying to be responsible but at the same time I'm thinking well you know the numbers aren't that big and you know I'm not really going to be touching anybody and um, and honestly the last I'd say to maybe last night and today, kind of, it's, it started to sink in a little bit about you know how serious this is and what we actually need to do to prevent it spreading further. And uh, you know, and it's sort of these concerns and anxieties that can overtake you, where, where you're thinking about the economy and you're thinking about your job. I mean, from what I've read, you know, this the virus can be pretty dangerous. I'm in a low risk group, and if you look at the stats, you know, I, I would be sick, but I would recover and and right now i'm more concerned about yeah the economy and like people's jobs and things like that because i think the depth of the damage that can be done there is going to be you know pretty big for a lot of the people that aren't getting sick if you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah and so if people can't already tell you have a very impressive scottish accent there have you been keeping an eye on how this has affected your home country
2: yeah yeah i have done um our infection rate. Well, at, first of all, Scotland's got about the same amount of people as Alabama. What is that? About four and a half million, roughly. Um, so, we, similar size population, and I think our infection rate is about double right now from Alabama, which probably puts it in about the one fifties, maybe one forties, one fifties. We're not overwhelmed yet, and, and you know, the National Health Service in the UK and in Scotland, kind of, we're always we've got safeguards against these things, and hospitals were ready. So it's it's not really it's not really affected people's lives as much as it seems like it's done here, but yeah, I don't have any friends that have got sick, and I've kept in touch with my family. Um, but yeah, I have an Italian friend that lives like well, Chilean Italian. He lives in Edinburgh, and uh, he's got family in Italy, and that's a real like that his family they're panicking. They're you know they've got grandparents there and things like that. So like that's that's been a worry for them. But yeah, Scotland just seems to be okay but you know this changes so quickly so who knows
0: yeah well i wonder do they have spring break in scotland the same way that they do here in alabama in the u.s
2: uh no because in the scottish spring um is basically like deep winter in alabama um so (laughs) people aren't really getting out there i mean we don't have an equivalent we have like your summer vacation but we don't really have a spring break because yeah you probably just die in the water with cold (laughs)
0: So no beach partiers right now in Scotland.
2: No, I mean you can't. You, I mean you can. <laughs> some days in the summer you go to the beach and it's freezing cold. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we don't really have an equivalent. So so I guess in in some ways like you know we're, we're, people in Scotland and the UK and, and other parts of Europe they don't have to really worry about this. These large groups of kids congregating like you do here, especially at this time of year. It's such a unfortunate timing. You know all these people flocking to the coast. Um, to have their spring break. You know, I can't imagine a worse time, maybe.
0: Chris, I mean, everybody on staff appreciates everything you've done so far. Everybody's working hard, and you've done a great job, and and you're putting your health at risk to do that. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate your time.
2: Yeah, man. Thank you so much, and uh,
0: be safe.
1: On Friday... Governor Kay Ivey issued a stay-at-home order for Alabama effective Saturday, April 4th at 5 p.m. The move, which follows similar ones from other states, comes as the number of coronavirus cases in Alabama continue to rise. As of Sunday afternoon, Alabama has more than 1600 COVID-19 cases and 45 reported deaths. If you or anyone you know is affected by the coronavirus and want to share your story, please email Flanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.